0: You are now listening to The God Complex. Enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> welcome back,
1: friends. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Bah, 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 bah.
0: It's the second episode. This one's going to be juicy. Last episode was just like the introductions. Now we're diving in and I'm excited.
1: They were like here, get to know me, but now you're going to get to know me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Beyond the surface. This is where the, the conversation starts. Yeah, this is exactly. where the tea is going to be spilled. That's kind Today of today's Today is a fun episode.
0: We're t- <laughs> this is kind of crazy I'm going to start with the opening card pool just to, just to kick her off.
1: Yes, baby.
0: We're excited today, though. We have a fun topic that I think we've both been wanting to talk about for a while.
1: Is it fun? Well, (laughs) I guess the actual situation's not that fun. But the topic is super fun. (laughs) Right. The discussion, opening up the conversation about it.
0: Okay, well, two cards came out, and both of these cards are perfect with what we're talking about today. One of which... I almost said one of bitch.
1: (laughs) (laughs) One of which
0: being the Queen of Swords, and the other being the Five of Cups. Wow. So, basically, today we're talking about heartbreak and dealing with it and things like that, and with the Queen of Swords and Five of Cups, I feel like, to me, in this energy, it's just like trusting your intuition when it comes to red flags and just like not even red flags just if a person feels good to you or not Mm -hmm. and not getting so caught up in this idea of like but i'm gonna lose them and have to start all over again because i think that's what stops a lot of people from like putting themselves first and getting out of relationships that aren't good for, for them so just trusting your intuition and knowing that like if something is coming up, if a thought's presenting itself to you, there is a reason. Sure. And listen to that and honor that and don't just like dismiss that.
1: Awesome. Like Queen of Swords is kind of my favorite card, low lowest of key. Mm. Because it's just like fierce <laughs> and blunt and like you know, like people say the Queen of Swords like that's like such cold energy, but like it's not cold, it's honest and it's forward and it's direct, which I really respect. And I think that that's really yeah, part important. part of me of Aquarius. It really is. It really, really her. is. We love her. <laughs> also, we have
0: a fun, when it when the time comes, a fun birth chart to roast today, so stay tuned for stay that. Stay tuned. It's going to be super
1: <laughs> juicy. <laughs> it's going to be and so what good. what all of us have been waiting for. Should we just go ahead and announce who we're going to roast today?
0: Yeah, you can do the honors. The roast is
1: coming later, don't worry. But we're going to be roasting the infamous Pete Davidson. The heartthrob of our generation. Clearly, he is just snatching women left and right. He's just handling it with grace, ease, and we're going to unpack how that's even possible.
0: <laughs> and also, it's just like so funny to me watching men get so confused about like who women in our generation are attracted to because they see us attracted to people like Pete Davidson and Jack Harlow and oh they're like God. what mm. the hell is this but clearly they don't understand the female gaze versus the male gaze I'm saying because they ex- they expect us to just be like gym
1: bros, the bicep exercise,
0: football, but it's, like, And, like, I'm not complaining,
1: but, like, be funny, too, you know?
0: No, exactly. Like, you can do both,
1: and you should. Yeah. Um, On the same, on the topic of men, (laughs) we're going to be talking (laughs) about leaving toxic relationships. Ooh, baby. They are not fun. We're both familiar
0: with this. We're a little too familiar.
1: Sometimes... And I think for my experience, at least, like, my toxic relationships didn't seem toxic in the moment. And I think Mm -hmm. that that's why I want to talk about it so badly. It's like, in the moment, it was, I was ignoring all of the red flags because I didn't really see them as, like, red flags. I thought it was just kind of, like, normal relationship behavior or, like, things that I'm just, like, supposed to be okay with or... I guess I was a little bit scared to stand up for myself because I was like, oh, I don't want to lose him or, like, Mm -hmm. I don't want – like, I don't know. But, like, both of my relationships, you know, inevitably ended up being really toxic, but, like, they never felt super toxic in the moment, which is really sad, honestly. Yeah, and I feel like especially for younger
0: people, Mm -hmm. um, younger girls especially – we aren't taught like you just sort of have to live it and experience it it and learn um but oftentimes like while you're experiencing it even if consciously you aren't really aware that it's toxic there is this little part of you that's like okay but I can't tell my friend this or I can't tell my parent this or I can't tell this person this because some part of you knows like how they're treating me isn't cool Uh um also as i'm saying this a cardinal just flew past i love it love but yeah it's just like toxic relationships are so incredibly difficult especially when things like manipulation and gaslighting and love bombing gets Mm -hmm. thrown into it which
1: more often than not it does i always get that's like the one that always gets me for some reason is the Mm -hmm. love bombing that one always gets me it, it suckers yeah. me in and spits me out every time. Absolutely.
0: And something that, like, also I, I want to talk about before we even dive deeper into it is, like, some people, and I was one of these people for a long time until I started to work through it, like, are honestly sort of drawn to the idea of toxicity. Honestly, without I even do. Without even knowing it. It's, like, the thrill of it. But also, like, I would... Even after I started healing from my toxic relationship and all of these different things, I would still, like, love to read toxic romance novels or, like, watch the movies. And I never knew why until I started to, like, work through that. And it's going to be different for everybody, but it really was, like, Mm -hmm. the love bombing in it Mm -hmm. because I was so used to in my past relationship— only getting the love that I deserved after they fucked up and then it was just like oh here
1: forgive me Always. so then it was
0: like I kind of wanted people to fuck me over that way uh, they'd have yeah. to kiss my
1: ass exactly like I'd be like you made me feel like this and this really hurt my feelings and for me my biggest problem was that in all of my relationships when I would actually express myself for being like upset about the way that they treated me or something that they said or did like it would turn into an argument every time without question. And I would always be like, I'm not trying to argue with you. Like, I'm just trying to have a conversation with you. Like, I'm, I'm trying to express how you are treating me and, like, how it's affecting me. I'm not saying you're intending on doing it, but I'm just saying this is how it's affecting me. I'm opening up the conversation. I'm not arguing with you. And then they would, like, bitch me out for a while. And then half an hour later, sometimes even a day later, depended on the grudge that they were holding over nothing at all they would hit me up and be like I'm so sorry I love you so much let me take you to dinner Mm -hmm. let me let me you know come cuddle you let's watch a movie let's do this do that like and it was like why am I being rewarded for you treating me badly like can you just do this because you care about me like not because you have to like kiss my ass but I always I always liked it though like I would like look for things to be wrong almost because I was like I wasn't getting enough from them as partners just like as they were for me that I like needed the chaos to like keep it entertaining yeah
0: it's a really it's really tough because so much goes into it beyond just Mm -hmm. like the surface level shit that we all think about Mm -hmm. um and it's yeah I mean we have so much to dive into um But the whole reason we wanted to talk about this topic, and I'll let Courtney talk a bit more about it because we've both noticed it, but in slightly different ways, um, is just, like, the way it's sort of romanticized for women, especially, to take back their toxic exes. Yeah, what
1: is that? What is this thing going on right now where everyone's like, he's coming back? What? Like please don't. Why are like (laughs) like and it sucks too because I mean it we're easily brainwashed as human beings. Like we are a very malleable species. Like Mm -hmm. you know, if we're exposed to something over and over and over and over again, like you do start to believe it. Like that's just how it works, unfortunately. And so when you're spending as much time as you do on your phone and every single social media outlet is like just trust he's coming back he's thinking about you he's thinking about you he's coming back he's on his way back it makes it literally impossible for you to like want better for yourself because society is telling you that like no you should want what you just what the universe just divinely intervened to take out of your life you're suddenly supposed to like you're supposed to want that again and it sucks because it's like stopping people from just growing and like accepting the gift that it is to like it sucks to lose someone that means a lot to you it always it always will like it sucks when you lose someone that you think is really valuable and you see them in the most positive light even though they were not good to you you over and over and over see them in the most positive light and they're just the most amazing person and you just forgive them over and over and over and over again and it's hard to lose them and like to actually just like let them be gone I understand that that's Mm -hmm. super hard but it's actually a lot more energy to continue waiting for them to come back when they don't even deserve to come back. And I know that sounds cliche, but they don't even deserve to come back. Like, unless you do stay in the same state that you've been in and you don't want any better for yourself, then yeah, go crazy. Do your thing. Go back with your toxic ex. If you if you want to be toxic and you want to not be elevating and you don't want better for yourself, then go ahead and keep waiting. But I don't think we should be normalizing waiting for toxic relationships to come back when we could just be normalizing doing better for ourselves because we deserve better for ourselves.
0: Yeah. And we're going to give like tips and stuff like that to move on. But I think it's really important to talk about that Mm -hmm. in itself (sighs) because there's just so much of it. Like, beyond just knowing that we deserve better it's also just this idea of like i think a lot of it too is our ego i know that's what it was for me a lot of like i don't want to have to like start over with someone else this i can't have like picked the wrong person Mm -hmm. to let in like we have such a hard time admitting that we had a, (laughs) a, a responsibility in whatever happened here um and that, it's, like, hard to accept that and just be, like, this person wasn't meant for me. And mm-hmm. just accepting that, like, maybe you two were good at one point and now you're not. And you're not supposed to be mm-hmm. good with everybody forever. And that's hard as hell to admit that people are temporary. Um, but also just, like, taking a step back and looking at the bigger picture of, like, first of all, if my best friend was in this type of situation, would I be, like, happy with them going back Absolutely to this not absolutely not and also it's just like were you happy likely not because if there's even this inkling in your mind of like this is a toxic relationship something led you to feel that way and also like look at your aspirations and your passions and your goals in life and look at like what the best version of yourself would be doing would it be tolerating this type of behavior from someone Mm -hmm. absolutely not set higher standards for yourself because you're not going to grow, and you're not going to get these manifestations and hit these goals, if you're aligning yourself with things that are so much below that. And that's not and to say anyone is higher or
1: lower. Something's just
0: belong exactly. in the past. Exactly, and there's a lesson in everything. And if you are continuing to revisit that, you are showing the universe I have yet to learn my lesson, uh-huh. and you're going to receive that lesson. And you're going to keep getting form. it. <laughs> Exactly. You're going to hurt yourself over and over again. So that's why it's so important to, even when it's so hard, to just reflect and say, okay, let's be brutally honest with myself here. Where did I go wrong? Where did this person go wrong? How was it good? Mm-hmm. How was it bad? What am I supposed to learn from this? Rather than just blindly running through life of like, whatever.
1: <laughs> no, I, one of the best words of advice that I've ever received. So for all of you listeners, <laughs> Allison knows a lot about this um, situation, but there was a person that I was very toxically clung on to energetically (laughs) for quite some time. I actually just finally, after having a really interesting past life memory, (laughs) I just finally let this person go energetically, um, at least the best that I can for now. Um, A round of applause. Yeah, that's growth. (laughs) That's growth, baby. But... I would call, I mean, everyone, and just be like, should I say this? Like, should I do this? Should I do Mm -hmm. this? Like, I don't know what to do. Like, I mean, I, you know, it sounds bad, but, like, I do want to have sex with him. It was really good. Like, should I just do it again? Like, it was really good. It was fun. Like, and I would always try and, like, rationalize things and, like, lay things out. And my sister literally gave me the best advice I've ever received, and it's her Aries ass with her Virgo rising. She's always just so on it. But she was just like, Courtney would we even be having this conversation if I was saying this about my ex or someone that I, like, have been stuck on? And I was like, no, we wouldn't. She was like, you need to – like, she was like, you're not going to take advice from me. You're not going to take advice from Allison. You're not going to take advice from mom, dad, whatever. Like, you're not going to take advice from anybody. The only person that you're going to listen to is yourself. And she was like, you need to sit down and look in the mirror and have a really good conversation with yourself about, like, what it is that you deserve and whether this is worth it or not because – doesn't matter what I say. doesn't matter what anyone else says about it. Like, you're looking for someone to give you an answer that you already have. And you just need to look at yourself yeah. in the mirror and just, like, give yourself that answer. Like, because most of the time, like, if I, the way that I speak is very blunt and very forward. And I'm like, yeah. and I'm always like, why would you avoid, like, I mean, like, why would you do something that you know is going to end up hurting your feelings? Like, why would you do something that you know, it? like, you are seeking out pain and you are seeking out getting hurt, and, like, why would you do that? Like, why would you do that? And I say that to anyone all the time. I'm like, why would you even do that? Like, you're hotter than them anyway, or whatever. Like, whatever it might be. And so, like, sitting down and looking at myself in the mirror and saying it, and, like, hearing it from me hits different. It hits so different because I can hear it from all my friends left and right, like, no, you're too cool for that. You're too good of a person for that. You're way too forgiving. You're way too whatever. And it's not going to hit the same because it's just – it's not – I
0: have to say it, so I believe it. Right, and also, like, it's really good to note if you are <clears throat> listening to this and you're the friend of someone who's in a toxic situation, just love them mm-hmm. and, like, speak kind words into them and obviously plant the seed. And, like, I, I mean, I think Courtney and I literally just went through this. I was never at any point, like, oh, just fuck him, like, get, get over it, you know yeah. what I mean? Because it's not going to, like yeah it's with any situation whether it's a person or it's a drug <laughs> like uh-huh. people will get over it when they're meant to Absolutely. and when they want to and you cannot force someone to do something they don't want to do so just love them and be there for them and ask them like what do you need from me right now um but obviously don't like sit there and lie to them be like oh my god I love you too <laughs> like right. you don't have to do that right but just support them Um, but also, like, something that ties into this that I'm really sick of in the spiritual community, and this is just me being honest, is this twin flame bullshit. Oh my god. this really, really gives people false hope, um, and first of all, I'm not saying twin flames aren't real. I 100% believe in twin flames. However, there are only, like, 400,000 twin flames incarnated onto Earth. Yeah. No, we don't know not have a everyone topic, has so a twin
1: flame you have soulmates right, and o-
0: exactly,
1: multiple soulmates
0: exactly. and it, there's also just so much misinformation around this topic but and like why is it always, always romantic
1: it? twin flames aren't exactly. necessarily going to be a romantic dynamic at all they actually don't have to have anything to do all a twin flame is is one soul incarnated into two bodies with the intention of teaching itself lessons the soul is going to teach themselves challenge themselves the way that no one else can challenge them that's the whole purpose of a twin flame that's exactly what a twin flame is there's no other there's no other like message to be received about it there's no like oh i met my twin flame like we're supposed to get married or like oh like it's just normalizing putting up with like running chasing bullshit like no that's not that's not what we need in relationships that doesn't just because you think they're your twin flame, they pro- they probably, they actually definitely do have a divine purpose in your life, and they definitely are here for a reason, yeah. and your soul definitely does recognize them, and you're not crazy for that, you're allowed to feel that, you're allowed to recognize that, again, I've been there, I understand how hard it is when you recognize someone's soul, and you know someone's soul, but they're not acting the way, like, their human body's not acting the way that you know their soul would, it's like, confusing and but that doesn't mean that they're your twin flame or that you're supposed to be with them or that you're supposed to chase them like no you recognize their soul because your soul knows them from another place (laughs) like it's not it's not your human body and it doesn't mean that like you have to be together like i know allison's soul we're not married i don't have i don't think she's my twin flame and we have to get married like no like We're, we're just that that's not that's not the expectation you just recognize the the person's soul you recognize them from before you came into this life and that's like a very strong feeling and it can be really confusing for the human brain yeah. and it can be recognized as love which it most of the time it is because when you see someone's soul you love them that's just like how it is right because you know the them souls are. that's what they are we're just love we are radiating love everywhere all the time that's all like that is what we are and the human body is not that and so we get yeah. things really confused and we think in our heads about like what this could mean and what we're supposed to do with it at the end of the day the only thing you're supposed to do with it is just acknowledge and be grateful that like you have found someone that you were intended to find in this life to teach you the lessons that you're intended to learn from it and just be in the experience as it is you don't have to put any meaning to it at all just yeah experience it for as it is like whatever challenges exactly come up it. you're supposed to like whatever challenges you might face like that's what you came here to plan like If you recognize their soul and they're challenging you, then that's exactly why they came here. Like,
0: Exactly. And it's also just like, there's this, like, you don't need to put a label on it. Because they could be a karmic partner, they could be a soulmate, they could be a twin flame, or they could be none of it. uh And sitting here and worrying about putting a label on it is what's causing people to continuously be like, well, they're my twin flame, I have to, they're this, I have to. Like, no, you don't. no. And especially with the whole idea of a twin flame, like, you mirror each other and you're going to, like, Mm -hmm. separate and reconnect and separate and reconnect. That in itself is telling people, like, oh, they're my twin flame, so we're separate right now, but we will reconnect. Exactly. Don't worry about that. Just separate, focus on yourself, heal yourself... And I literally, nine times out of ten, Pinky promise you, once you do this, you're going to realize, oh, that was not the case. They were just someone to teach me something, and I don't even want to be with them anymore. But if you are separate, only thinking about, like, they're my twin flame, we'll be back together again, you're not moving on, and you're just holding out this hope that's only going to hurt you in the end. And it's also sorry to break it to you, selfish as it someone is. who's been there because you're holding this person, like, holding on to them so tightly. You're holding their energy especially, hostage. Exactly, and especially when, like, in my case with my past relationship, I was broken up with, we got back together, and then I was cheated on a million times. Mm-hmm. And each time I was so selfish to not just let that shit go. Totally. When he very clearly showed me he did not want to be with Absolutely. me Absolutely. But I continued to, like because I thought we were meant to be together, Uh and I was just so brainwashed. Yeah. But he showed me time after time, and this is where, like, responsibility comes into play. Granted, he shouldn't have cheated on me, but also, like, he did try to get out, and I went back with him. Right. So, you have to take responsibility, and also just, like, if someone is showing you through their actions that they do not want to be with you, please get out. Like, people will literally show you how they feel about you and this is another thing i wanted to talk about is when people say like you deserve better than me or like i i can never be what you need or like all of these things listen 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 to that they are telling you they are literally telling you they're right better than what i can offer you they are right they are right if someone tells you that say thank you for letting me know and
1: also like see it as the fact that like even even this maybe toxic maybe just toxic for you maybe they're not a toxic person themselves Mm -hmm. but regardless they can see how much you deserve they can see how much you're worth and you should see that too and if they can see it and they know that they can't amount to it that just means that they're not on the same energy level as you right now you don't have to wait for them to catch up like and just lead by example like if they say that be like oh thank you like i i guess you're right like you don't deserve me like I hope that eventually you might, you know, like, I hope that eventually down the line, you might be at a point where you could deserve me. But you're right, you don't deserve me, because we're on two different wavelengths right now. And I'm in a whole different space than you. And you have a lot of learning to do before you can get there. And while you're doing your learning, I'm doing more learning, too. So we're probably actually never gonna be on the same wavelength, (laughs) like, to be honest.
0: Exactly. And also, though, like, if you do, if someone says that to you, and rather than, like, taking it as, like, you're right, you take it as, like, oh, my God, that's so sweet. You also have a lot of learning to do. Totally. Because I used to be, like, wow, they really love me. They say I don't yeah. deserve, like, all this. But it's, like... No, there's a way someone can say that and be like, you deserve the world and I'm doing everything in my power Mm -hmm. to give that to you. Mm -hmm. That's a beautiful way to say that to someone rather than like, I can literally never give you what you deserve. Yeah, Listen to people when they show you how they feel about you. I'm not kidding you. If someone truthfully disrespects you, they will feel... So sorry for it. They will show you how sorry they feel and it will not happen again. Because people do make mistakes Mm -hmm. and I do believe people deserve second chances. However, if they. You don't make a mistake
1: more than once on the same thing. Correct. It's not a mistake anymore.
0: Like, you can't just expect people to be perfect in a relationship. You're going to mess up. You're going to do things each other don't like. It's a part of growing as human beings who are just two individuals trying to figure each other out. However, like you will be able to tell when someone is genuinely, like, caring about you and your feelings and just trying to figure it out or when someone doesn't care about you Mm -hmm. and they're just disrespecting you because they don't hold you to a level of, like, respect that they would the person that they actually want to be with. So listen to that. And there's always this, like, saying, and I'm going to mess it up because I don't know exactly how to say it, but, like, if that person didn't, like, get themselves together for you, It's for a reason. They will get themselves together for the person that they're meant to be with. And that's heartbreaking to realize, like, wow, they just couldn't do it for me. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, but thank you, because you just prepared me for the person who will do it for me.
1: And it is hard. It's always going to be hard with friends or relationships or just any dynamic with people that mean something to you. It's hard to accept that, like, they're just a season. It's really hard. I mean, we... We get really attached to things, some of us more than others, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I have the opposite of attachment issues. I get <laughs> I get detached very quickly. So I've made – unintentionally, I've definitely made other people in my life attached to me without yeah. – I mean, I'm never trying to, but, like, there will be people who are, like, still on me, like, still trying to, like – see me and hang out with me and quote-unquote get back with me like whatever it might be and I've completely detached from it and like that's something that I had I actually realized about myself relatively recently not that I do that but I realized like anytime that I've been attached to somebody else like there's a really good chance that they've already detached from it. You know what I mean? Like it's like yeah. if I if I'm sitting here experiencing this end of the spectrum, like who's to say that they aren't experiencing that when I'm in those situations where I'm feeling attached? Like that's why you just have to like learn to read the way that people treat you. Like I mean, I'm yeah. I'm not always the best person. I'm not always the kindest person. Because sometimes I do embody that Queen of Swords energy, baby. Sometimes if I'm not feeling it, I'm just going to tell you I'm not feeling it. I'm just, I'm going to be straight up with you. I'm not saying it to hurt your feelings. I'm not saying it because I'm trying to play any games with you. I'm being so serious when I say, like, I just don't want to see you. I'm just not interested in you. Like, I would hope that if someone said those things to me, I would just be able to take that myself, you know, like, just accept. Like, it's hard, but sometimes you just have to accept that that's, People only are around for a little bit. And it's like, it sucks in the moment, but like, just be grateful for the experience. Like, that person that I was attached to for a year, I have just found the point where I can actually be grateful for just what the experience was. And, you know, I'm not necessarily like, because I always find myself like, I'm not actually attached to this person. I'm attached to what yeah. I was with this person when I was with this person
0: the feeling
1: yeah and like that was in the past so I need to leave like I can be grateful for that moment and I can be grateful for what it was when that was my present moment but it's not my present moment anymore and like I'm grateful that it was at some point and I'm grateful that it's not anymore because I have other things coming in and like it teaches people a lot like you have to see people that you've been with toxic or not like they're all in the grand scheme of things like lessons to like bring you closer to things that you actually do deserve. Like I learned a lot about what I actually want in a person and what I want in a partner and what I don't want in a partner. I also, you know, I hate to bring it up again. I'm a very, my Mars is in Pisces. So just like, I'm sorry, but (laughs) I learned what I like in the bedroom very well with that. And like, I have no problem demanding those things now because like I'm like, shit, that was really awesome. And I definitely want that again. But like, it doesn't have to be that person for me to have that experience again. Like, I can just translate the things that I did gather from my experiences with them and move forward and bring it into my future dynamics. You know what I mean? Like, just use everything and everyone that comes and goes as lessons that help you understand yourself better. Not like, lessons of like I need this in a really whatever like it helps you understand you and like what you need like if someone is upsetting you that is a lesson like why is that upsetting you
0: yeah why yeah exactly you know and also it's just like taking those lessons and moving forward with them because another thing that's really really hard to accept is say you do go back to this person who you have a history with and they hurt you in the past. You will never feel the same way about them. Never, ever, ever, ever. No matter how hard you try mm-hmm. to forgive and put it behind you, you will never. Your will brain look at will never forget it. Ever. Ever, and that's why it's beautiful to take that forward and be like, there are billions of people on this earth, mm. like. I will inevitably find someone who makes me feel incredible in every area that that person couldn't and in every area that they could. And it's going to be better because now I know how I want to be loved. Exactly. And also, like, you cannot expect someone... This is why communication and comprehension is so key in relationships Mm -hmm. because you can't expect someone to know how to love you. No. Like, that's such a childish concept of, like, it's going to be natural. No one is a mind reader. aspects should be. And also, nobody knows your love languages, baby. No. Nobody knows the things that you've experienced. Like, sit there and tell them, this is what I appreciate, whether it's in the bedroom or mm-hmm. in, like, any day-to-day mm-hmm. activity. And the more comfortable them, you like, get doing
1: it, the more yeah. it's just going to come easily. Like, people always say, like, they, I can't tell them that because, like, they might interpret it this way, whatever. And what I always have to say to that, and that's just kind of how, this is how I manifest things for myself. This is how it's always worked for me. And this is how it's translated into me manifesting the personality that I have right now because I wasn't always like this with myself. I was just, I always tell people just try it one time. Like, it's usually not as scary as you're making it up in your head. Like, you can't actually know what's going to go wrong. And I don't, I think it was Alan Watts, but he was up, there was a lecture by Alan Watts when he was talking about like, you can come up with a million, you can come up with every possible. Scenario in your mind for what could happen, and you're still missing billions and billions Billions. and billions of possible scenarios. So, there's really no point in making decisions based on what could happen. All you need to do is make decisions based on what I'm experiencing right now and how I'm feeling right now. And because, however, they react, like there's literally no way to predict it and there's no way to navigate. Like, you can't manipulate every situation into your favor, which is also something that I think. Our social media has, like, toxic spiritual social media people have very much so been, like, you can have anything you want. You can do whatever you want, which is, like, that's not wrong. I mean, you can, but, like, it's so much so that people are trying to, like, premeditate their own, like, to a T every single specific experience that they're going to have. Like, this conversation is going to go exactly like this. And at that point, like, you need to remember other people have free will. And, like, other, exactly. other people might not, like, they might, you know, they might work in a sense, like, the manifestation may work in the sense that they could respond that way, but then you're taking advantage of someone's free will, and they're probably going to end up going back to their own gut instinct after that conversation. Like, you probably yeah. aren't specific enough, like, no matter how specific you want to be. Like, if you're like, okay, this conversation is going to go this way, and they're going to say this, and they're going to react this way, and it's going to be perfect, and it's going to be great and wonderful, and they might do that, and they it actually might go that way, but if that's not what they were going to do originally before you decided, like, this is what I'm manifesting, and this is what's going to happen, it, they're going to come back to it eventually. Like, they're going to circle back to it eventually. Right. Like, that you're making them ignore their own instincts, and their own intuition, and their own emotional response. Like everyone just yeah, needs to
0: be open it's, mm-hmm. it's so important to just let people flow like
1: 100 you can
0: only control yourself and also like if you are sitting here thinking of all the worst possibilities of what this person could say ask yourself where that comes from 100%. because that's something i had to work through of like why do i feel this way and For me personally, it was because I grew up in in an environment where all of my conversations turned into arguments. Absolutely. But that's not the type of person you want to be with. Yeah. Like if you can't communicate your needs to someone, get out of that situation with that person Mm -hmm. immediately. Yesterday, actually. Totally. Like, that's not fair for you, and you need to be with someone who you feel comfortable with communicating. Any anything, whether it's your sexual needs, your emotional needs what they did that didn't please you, like, regardless, be comfortable with communicating with people, and if you're sitting here, like... I this is something I've been working on too like you cannot micromanage the universe it's not like like you said there's billions of possibilities of what someone could say and that's not benefiting you at all and you honestly are likely subconsciously manifesting something that you don't even want totally by sitting here and be like oh what are all the ways this could go wrong right Um,
1: then you're you're putting those into like possible outcomes you know what I mean like exactly you're already creating those realities as possible outcomes like It's it's easier said than done for sure. Like our brains do what they do. Something that I've been working on a lot recently, and also I mean, sort of back to what you were saying about like being clear and being able to communicate, and like you know, if you can't do that, then you probably shouldn't be with that person anyway. That's something I had to focus on really heavily when I was doing my like inner teen healing, because that's kind of I mean that happened a lot in my first relationship and. Still, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take the relationship back for anything. And I do still absolutely adore that person with my life. Like, I really do truly see their soul as a beautiful soul. Got nothing but love um, for you. Yeah, absolutely. Nothing but love. But um, it was really hard for me. It almost, like, made me feel like I, I did start expecting everything that I said to turn into an argument. So I did stop talking about yep. my feelings. And I did stop. Like, I did hold myself back. And that's really, like, not the solution in that situation. Like, the solution isn't to change what you're doing. The solution is to accept that if that's how they're going to respond, like, if you're even nervous that that's how they're going to respond, then you should go ahead and remove yourself. Like, it's better for everybody involved. Like, it's better for them as well. It's better for me. It's better for you. It's better for everybody involved. If you are sticking true to yourself and doing what's best for you, regardless of, like, I mean, what's, what's the, what is the need for you to hold on to something or someone that just isn't going to respond the way that you would desire for them to respond? You know what I mean? Like,
0: right. and also,
1: like, what does that say about them if you continue to allow it? Like, they're never going to learn that. When, exactly. You know what I mean?
0: Yes. And if, if you just internalize it, this is something, like... Once again, taking responsibility, because we love, and we'll get into, like, talking about tips to handle breakups, but we as humans love to point our fingers and be like, you fucked up, this is where you went wrong. But it's, like...
1: Like, you literally traumatized me, but you also had to allow it. Exactly.
0: It sounds bad, but internalizing all of these things that this person is doing and not communicating with them how the hell do you expect them to know that this is upsetting you yeah you're just going to sit here and build resentment against someone for something they don't even know is happening because they're just existing and like think about all the times that you've done something wrong (laughs) Mm. did you i'm sure you were intentionally going Mm -hmm. out of your way we never intentionally go out of our way to hurt people no even when i got cheated on and even when people lie to you and like all of these horrible hurtful things i never actually want to hurt People do it because we're selfish right we're selfish we put ourselves first
1: we always do it's not
0: it's not this spiteful nasty like i want to get after this person and even if they do that it's still about them absolutely so do everyone involved a favor and either like speak up and be like this is where you can improve and this is where I can improve Mm -hmm. and this is how we can improve together or remove yourself and allow them to learn regardless and also allow yourself to learn too
1: and it's also it just saves a lot of confusion going forward um because I I mean I'm a Capricorn you know and it is hard for me to open up about my feelings a lot, um, especially considering that first relationship that I had where every yeah. time I did open up about my feelings, it ended in a fight when I I never wanted it to be a fight to begin with. That was really confusing. It almost like brainwashed me into like even more so holding back the way that I feel about things. yeah. And so I would start internalizing things and it, it translated into the relationship that I had following and when I very, It seemed sudden and abrupt that I was just like, I don't have feelings for you anymore and I'm done doing this because I never actually opened up the conversation beyond just, like, I'm bored and, like, I don't – or, like, you're annoying. Like, I never actually expressed – I never really, like, expressed, like, my own feelings about – or, like, why my feelings were going away. And honestly, I think I internalized them so much that I didn't even know – how to express them at yeah. that point. I didn't even know how to put it into words. So all I could say was, I just don't have feelings for you anymore. Like it's just because gone. That's like
0: you knew. Yeah. And I was just like, oh,
1: the light switch is turned off. And like, I think that there is a part of me that is just kind of like that as a person. Like I, my emotions really can be a light switch sometimes. It's actually a little yeah. disturbing um, how quickly my, li- <laughs> like, my light switch can be turned off. But it's confusing for the other person when you just sort of, like, suddenly, without ever expressing the way that you felt, just, like, end something, you know? Like, that's really yeah. confusing for a person, and I've been on the giving and the receiving end of that situation, and it just, like, would have saved everybody a lot of trouble had conversation just been opened up before that. And if they receive the conversation poorly, at least they have closure, at least they have an explanation. Right. Rather than, because then the way that you have been overthinking, they're going to be overthinking, Going forward, like, why did this happen? Why did this happen? What did I do? Like, there's no way they just lost feelings for me, just like that. Like, there's no way. Like, I have to figure it out. I have to figure it out. And then they're not going to be able to move on, you know, for a really long time. So it's just better for everybody involved it's if we just put it all out there. And it is hard. I have a hard time with that myself. I have a hard time even with my friends. I don't, I am yeah, not the but most. But that's
0: a great place to start. Yeah.
1: Like, I'm not the most, I haven't in the past been the most emotionally expressive person but that is something that I've done a lot of working on and a lot of healing for which it's really that's even the effort is more important than just like accepting like oh this is who I am like you know like yeah because that's just that's (laughs) that's not just who you are like you're you are regardless of if you're a Capricorn or if you're a Gemini whatever the fuck like you just have a hard time expressing it that doesn't mean that you're not experiencing it Maybe you just need Nobody to learn how to articulate to their emotions it. naturally. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: That's why it's so important to connect with yourself daily. Daily. Every second of the day. And be like, how am I feeling? What's going on? Rather than just allowing it to go and build up. Because also, like, it's not normal <laughs> to fight all of the time in it's relationships. It's not at all. And that's something I've realized since I've healed and, like, am continuing to heal but growing up and just my first relationship, like it was constantly fighting, and people always say like, "Oh, there's no good relationship where you don't fight." I highly disagree. I completely disagree. You can, you like, can have you're going to have disagreements, totally. yes, but they do. I refuse to ever again fight with someone. Like if mm-hmm. I'm not kidding you, if a man raises his voice to me, I'm leaving. Uh-huh. Like there is no questions asked. Have a conversation like adult, communicate and articulate your feelings, but how do you expect anything to get resolved if you are just in this hostile environment? Exactly. And if someone has anchor issues or if someone has this, that's okay, but they do not get to take that out no. on you. Remove themselves from the situation, calm down, and then come back when you can have a conversation. That's what I'm saying. Because that's my biggest conversations, thing. Conversations, exactly. That's how you resolve issues, and that's like yeah <laughs> well and if but you're that's the person of like no you go
1: ahead, ahead. <laughs> no <laughs> no go ahead if you're the person who does get angry really easily yeah. or like you're the person who you know like instantly just jumps to like getting it like maybe you don't have to in that exact moment it's kind of hard in the moment you know if you are just an angry person but like yeah you really should at some point do some self-reflecting on like is it just this person that triggers me? Is it what this person is saying that triggers me? Why does it trigger me? Why is this something that does make me this angry? Like, there's no reason for this specific situation or my partner opening up about their feelings or my partner saying that I hurt their feelings. Like, why does that make me angry? Why should, like, and there's no shame in, like, unpacking that there's no shame I no. I've been through phases in my life where I get angry and I'm not an angry person I'm really not like baby t- I'm person. T- d- 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah. So
0: I can have a whole we'll yeah. do a whole episode on this because sure. overcoming my anger and like if you know me now like I'm sure Courtney can attest to this I'm not an not angry person an angry anymore person. but I <laughs> used to be one angry person uh-huh. like just I had so much anger. Um and yeah, like my best advice for that is ask yourself why. Right. Like why is this upsetting me so much? Where is this coming from? Why am I allowing this to upset me so much? Right. And just like you have to practice. Practice communicating but also like and now I can have arguments with people and where it's just them arguing at this point, but where Are I'm just like completely there. <laughs> calm.
1: Yeah.
0: You just take yeah. it in and you just speak. Because remove yourself. Like if you feel yourself getting heated, and don't get me wrong, I'm not perfect. There are still times where I'm like, yeah, I could scream at the top Absolutely. of my lungs right now. I mean, we're human. Take yourself away. Yeah. Go outside. Take a deep There's breath. no reason for Do anyone else things. to get the
1: end of that. Like, I mean, if you yeah, you're, it's an emotion, it's and you're escalate. entitled. You're entitled to your emotions. If something does make you angry, you're entitled to get angry but exactly but you don't have to get angry at another person like you don't have to direct your anger at them because it's not they're not making you angry which is hard to accept Correct. Even, because sometimes they're, they might be doing something that like it's like no they are making me angry but it's actually not them that's making you angry it's the situation that's making you angry and the point is to reflect on why that might be making you angry
0: right and know like know yourself enough and sometimes like I, as an Aries moon, we- Aries is a very physical sign. Very. I have to get my boxing gloves and go outside and just start punching a tree. Like, do it in a healthy way to where you're not going to break your hand. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but, like, know yourself enough to be like, I have to get this energy out of my body or right cry. now. And rather than screaming it, at- yeah, like, it's different for everyone. If you have, like, most likely a water sign <laughs> moon cry if you are a fire sign moon go hit something scream at the if top you're of an your arm, air
1: sign moon you know? like me go write it down i really have to write like For when i'm know. mad i have to re- or i have to like talk it through like sometimes i'll just like like vent to a friend you know like if i'm fire angry
0: especially if yeah. i'm
1: like angry at someone i'm never gonna talk to the person i'm angry at like or i'm not gonna express The amount of anger that I'm experiencing, I'm going to come back to it, circle back later. But I like to express it to the people that I'm not angry with and, like, let them be like, you're so right. Like, you're so valid. Like, I would be angry too. I'm angry for you. You know, like, I need to, like, talk it out. Like, I need to, like, really get it off my chest and just vent about it. I
0: love it. And knowing your human design, too, really helps because I've learned that I have an emotional authority and also being an Aries moon, it is really, like, detrimental if I just speak out of the heat of the moment in my emotions. It is so important for me to walk away and collect myself and be like, how am I feeling Mm -hmm. and how do I want to communicate with this person? Because I and like once again knowing yourself and knowing how you work and not beating yourself up for that I'm a type of person who I will literally hurt someone's feelings really badly if I'm in the heat of the moment and it's not me trying to whatsoever but like if I'm angry I will just hurt someone's feelings because that's just like (laughs) naturally that's how I am in in those moments where I don't take a step back and be like how can I take this emotion that I'm feeling and use it in a way that's like constructive, for sure. rather than just being like you suck, you're trash, I hate you, mm-hmm. <laughs> because that's not helping anybody, no. and it's like hard to accept that that's like how you respond, how no not respond how you react. Don't be so reactive. Like it's really bad for me to be reactive. because, Definitely. Well, then just it just bad. it
1: hurts everyone. It hurts your feelings too. It hurts everyone's feelings. Oh, I feel like shit feel like after. Shit. I realize, yeah, like, like great, you don't I get anything. That. It's just good to pay attention to the way that, like, it's hard when someone is triggering you to, like, think about how they might be receiving it. And, like, it's – especially in situations where, like, well, they're obviously not considering how I'm receiving it. And, like, that's unfortunate, obviously, and, like, you, you're totally right, but that's not a reason to, like, give it back to them. Like, don't mirror – someone's energy like step above it be better than that like be better because you can be better and also just do better for yourself like you have the exact you have the means to do that and this is I mean for me I kind of want to talk about just like what really worked for me when I finally did walk out of my relationships because (laughs) getting there yeah because well I mean I think this is really important like foundation because this is sort of the shit that like really gets you to your breaking point of a relationship and like Again, like I was saying earlier, I kind of touched on it, like, my relationships, both of them, have never been super seemingly toxic, so to speak. Um, Yeah. But they were. But in the moment, they didn't seem that toxic because I have this own, like, image in my mind of, like, me or of the person or about, like, what a relationship is or what it should be. And, like, I sort of, like, use that as fuel to like, be like, no, we have to stick it through. And like, people, and there are instances where, like, you know, obviously relationships can get challenging, and that's a whole different story. Like, if both of you guys are going through your own separate things, like, things probably will get messy, and there's nothing wrong with that. And, and like, yeah. you're, you can push through challenges like those, like, because, you know, that's just healing. But, right. you know, you're, Intuition knows the difference of like when you should stick around and when you shouldn't. And I, for me, yeah. this is my personal opinion. And this, I'm also a very impulsive person. So like, if that's not your style, then obviously don't listen. But if I get the gut feeling or even consider that I need to walk away from someone, I need to walk yep. away from them. And it doesn't like it might take some time, but I always end up circling back to it. The day that I think about it, the day that I have to sit down and wait out a pros and cons list for them like right you kind of know that like you probably it would probably actually just be better to walk away um and for me it wasn't easy the first time so my first relationship was in entirety four years but it was split into like two years and then we had a break and then we had two years um and the first time we broke up I really didn't change anything. I kept hooking up with him. I kept calling him when I was feeling sad because I was super codependent. And we were both really codependent. So we would call each other if we were upset or if anything happened in our day or whatever. And that in itself is not healthy. And no relationship should be a therapy session on the daily. That's just not healthy. But that first time I didn't get anywhere and we ended up getting back together and we still had the same problems that we had the first time because nothing changed we didn't take any time for ourselves to actually grow to change and like you know sometimes breaks are really good and like I am a full supporter like if you are in a place where like you really do genuinely love the person and you just need like you can acknowledge that you're both going through a lot and like you both need just some space and like you can reconvene when the time comes like there's nothing wrong with that but oh yeah, I like to sort of think that going forward, the way that the second breakup worked for me was a lot better, and that was absolutely cutting it. And I mean, in entirety, yeah. you're gone from social media, you're gone from my phone, I don't have your contact in my phone anymore, like pictures gone, everything gone. And like, some people don't need to do that. And that's great. But like, I'm telling you, like, if you're going through a breakup, and you really actually did care about the person. It's going to be gonna a hell of it. a lot harder if you're continuing to see them around you. And, like, for me, even I would have, like, my friends that are really good friends with my partners. I would be like, hey, yes. can you remove me from seeing your stories, like, when you go out with him. Like, I know it seems a little ridiculous and it might be extra, but when I see him, like, it just all comes back. And it brings like, it up. It brings it all back, and it's really heartbreaking for me. So I'd rather just not see it at all. Out of sight, out of mind. That's how I work through. And then I just it's, work on myself.
0: Yeah it's awesome fully focus on yourself oh my god I cannot agree with that anymore and also like when I went through my breakup so we were together for three years um and mind you like mine was still in high school so I had to see this person every single day and that was really difficult um having to still be surrounded by this person and see them but block their number like everything that you said um do all of that and just completely get them out of your head out of your space as much as you can like please just try to remove yourself and if you this is something that helped me a lot I really struggled with this breakup but if you find yourself like wanting to text them wanting to reach out wanting to call them write down what you want to say to them instead I write I them literally did
1: that 2 nights ago I'm not kidding yeah. I literally did that 2 nights ago I just wrote it in my notes
0: literally write them a letter and it feels it like once you do that you realize like wow I'm so glad I didn't call them because we don't need to say that shit to them no. it's not going to make no. it better We're, like stop looking for closure because nothing is going to change no closure and like believe me I got no closure in my relationship. Like this guy cheated on me so many mm. times and he never once apologized. He like literally would laugh in my face. And all I wanted and Disgusting. all I thought I needed and this is why I would keep going back to like have conversations with him. We'd like meet up and I would just like pour out my feelings yeah. and all I wanted was for him to be like, "I messed up and I'm sorry I hurt you." I never got that. You're never but going I to be still either. was able to move on. That's how it, it sucks cuz you're always waiting for exactly. it. Exactly. And even if he did Say that. I still would not have felt better. Because it would have changed what it would have made it harder. Totally. It would have made it harder for me to move on. You don't need closure. That's, like, giving them power of, like, you have... You're holding on to, like, if I get to move on or not. Absolutely no not. No one is responsible you for don't your need closure anything. but you. Exactly. You do not need anything from them. Like, and I feel like uh, it's honestly good that we talked a lot more about, like, the first stuff than this because... There's not a lot of tips to that beyond just, like, get them out of your space. Delete the pictures. Get rid of the things they got you. Like, get it out of your space and do what feels good for you. Start, like, reflecting on your responsibility in the relationship. But also give yourself time to just, like feel good do what feels good to you hang out with friends don't distract yourself let yourself feel it like or else you're gonna feel this is why guys feel the relationship a year after it ended because they just it takes so much and that's
1: i mean that's honestly where i was i was living in so much of my masculine energy when i got out of that four-year relationship because i was just like i felt like i had been trapped this whole time so i like completely ignored my feminine and I didn't feel the effects of that breakup for like nine months. Like I got into another relationship before I even felt the effects of that breakup. And then it was after that second relationship and I saw how I was still bringing baggage from that first relationship into that relationship. And that got super toxic that I was like, Oh shit, this relationship actually did really fuck me up. And I actually really should work on that before I try to entertain anybody else. Like it's yeah. not fair for anyone else to have to get involved in my lack of healing because I was ignoring myself. Like, when exactly. you just go through the works and like act like, don't get me wrong, this is something that works very well for me. Getting out of a relationship and like getting into the the hookup phase, the hoe phase, whatever it may right. be, like that's awesome. It feels great. It's a lot of fun, but it's it's temporary it doesn't heal like don't get it's great in the moment yeah like don't get into don't get into anything emotional like if you want to like free yourself and that's part of the thing that you were locked in on was like your your sex life in particular which you know having sex with one person for a long time like you probably are gonna want to while out like that's just kind of how it is. let yourself do that but you know try not to like interfere on anyone else's emotions in the process honestly yes
0: thank you because it's because also like you wouldn't want someone to do that to you no you straight up would not no and we're gonna do a whole episode on like girl talk and sex and all sorts of things like that but i did just want to say well two uh two things is like one you don't have to hate this person and even if it wasn't toxic and this is just a healthy breakup allow it to be that you don't have to search for a reason that they're the bad guy because Newsflash: Bad and good are both subjective, and totally. no one is inherently bad. No one is inherently good. We're actually we all do bad things and we do good love. things.
1: <laughs> That's all we are.
0: Exactly. You don't need to hate them, and it might make it easier to move on. But it's gonna hurt you in the end to realize like oh shit i don't hate this person and now i have to grieve a person that i love still show gratitude Um, you're going to have love exactly that's like the same way that we can really appreciate life on a deeper level knowing that it's temporary do that with people as well um but i also just wanted to mention you have every right and you should practice leaving situations before they get toxic definitely as soon as you have the the nudge of like this isn't what's meant for me this doesn't feel good to me don't just internalize that listen to sit it. with that feel that and then leave right you don't have to wait around for it to hurt you both no. and I did this recently with my long-term best friend um because it just didn't feel good to me anymore and I had to sit down with myself and I talked to Courtney about this a lot yeah. as it was happening of like this doesn't feel good. This isn't helping me grow. Nothing. Like, I still have so much love for this person, and it's beautiful because I never had to make myself hate them.
1: Mm-hmm. None of that.
0: There's currently someone with a flashlight in my yard. That's <laughs> okay. really sketchy. That's really fun. Don't know what you're doing. Bum, bum, bum. Um. Anywho yeah I might be an Amish person anyways (laughs) trust trust yourself and be like yeah this does not feel good for me and walk away and just communicate with them like I have so much love for you and maybe we'll circle back to this whether it's a friend whether it's a relationship whatever it may be but this isn't helping me grow right now and there's nothing against you this is not personal but there's just something particular I need in this phase right now and it's not you and that is perfectly okay but don't have like I think our generation, or just, like, not even just our generation, everyone has this idea that, like, oh, you left them? Why? You were fighting? Did he cheat? No, I just... It didn't feel good for me anymore, and that's okay. Just be
1: bold. Be bold. Don't be afraid. I mean, as confusing as I was in my last relationship, you know, I mean, he's a manipulative little asshole, so, like, I don't feel that bad, but, like, I was a very confusing person, but I was never indirect. Like, I would... I was, like, a, a constant on and off light switch. Like, one day I would wake up and be like, oh, my God, you're the best thing that's ever happened to me. The next day I'd wake up, I'd be like, I don't have feelings for you anymore. Whatever. And, like, that's super confusing because I was super confused. I didn't know where I was coming from. I didn't know why. But I wasn't, like, kind of, I don't know. Like, I can't tell if it's better or worse, but I was just direct about it. Like, you have to just be straight up. Like, yeah. and at that point, like, they, they're they aware of what's going on with you. And they're aware that, like, <laughs> you're, you're thinking things in general. Like, you're at least opening yeah. the fact that you've been considering these things and that way it, like you know whatever decision you do end up making like it's not going to be a huge shock for anyone it's going to be exactly. like we've been talking about this you know this isn't new actually this is something that i've brought up a lot of times
0: yeah i think we'll make like a whole we have a lot of episodes coming obviously yeah. this is like the first real juicy episode and we're an hour in. i love it but we're going to <laughs> yeah <My laughs> <laughs> oh well it's okay we're gonna wrap up anyways um we gotta but, do the chart yeah, roast we'll talk more about oh shit i forgot about the chart rose and then we'll do we'll do um the pool the final card speaking pool or of toxic yes yeah, speaking about of pete toxic davidson. the
1: scorpio king himself pete davidson and don't get me wrong i love me a scorpio i really do i oh. certainly i love me a scorpio they hit different, if you know what I'm saying. They just know exactly yeah. where they hit it, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but this guy also has a Capricorn moon. Which and is... Sagittarius Mars. This man... I mean, no wonder... Like, I'm not making light of depression, but no wonder he's depressed. Like, he is all... His whole chart is just, like, let's internalize everything. But then his Mars right. is over here in Sag. Like, he probably just has, like, the best dick ever like no wonder <laughs> no wonder and no wonder he's funny i'm saying like no wonder he is pulling like the hottest women basically like I, the I can't roast him. the beauty icons i can't even roast him because i'm so in love with him besides p, if you ever listen to this i'm kind of terrified if you ever listen to this p i do like to fix guys
0: <laughs> Honestly though, I don't really have much to roast about this char. I would have roasted the shit out of him if he had a Scorpio moon, but literally he's all Scorpio except for his moon and Mars. I will it's say Scorpio of Venus. Kind of, like I'm I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of terrified of him. <laughs> like Scorpio Venus, Scorpio Mercury, Scorpio Jupiter, Scorpio Pluter, Pluter, Pluto, Pluto. Pluto. <laughs> like
1: I was I think I was in love with him until I saw his chart but and now also I just like you scared. know he's fun like he no, is for so sure fun. he
0: has mars and sagittarius north node and sagittarius like this man is intense and that's why like everyone is in love with him but also everyone is like i'm intimidated by but you. this like, man's he's got so secrets intimidating.
1: there's no cap oh he's got secrets. that's why
0: we all love him because he's so mysterious we're like are you the funniest person ever are we terrified of you am i in love with you do i want to like i don't know what's going on here pete yes i am in
1: love with you and yes we can go get married uh fine yes Ugh, you can blow my sense. back out if you insist scorpio men really like me in bed pete you would you'd have a really good time
0: ladies don't worry i will have jack harlow on the list for next week oh absolutely Do not worry. <laughs> don't
1: you worry baby all right, guys. I literally know.
0: I'm calling it now. Jack Harlow has Gemini somewhere in his chart. I know it. Big three, it's gotta he's be. He's gotta.
1: He's gotta. I'm going right, to this the card pull. pull this little closer card here. Let's see what we've got here. Oh, this is so fitting. I pulled the Empress. And, oh. guys, this is she's beauty. She's grace. She is love. She is embodiment of accepting her feelings. She does feel her feelings. She is not afraid to express herself. She is not afraid to feel what she's feeling. She is beautiful. She is art. She is creative. She is abundant. She is strong. And that is exactly who we are. That is exactly who we are, baby. We are we are leveling up and we are getting into our feelings in the best way. Like I'm in my feelings because i deserve to be in my feelings you know what i'm saying oh yeah. i get to be in my feelings i get to express my feelings because i actually feel them i'm not internalizing them i'm feeling them
0: and i want to as a matter of fact how and beautiful is that it. i love that this we is a beautiful episode
1: yeah i hope that this reaches everybody who needs to hear it if you guys hear this and you know someone who's in a toxic relationship and you know they're struggling or they just aren't really sure what to do please share this Spend with them please message us on instagram it's the god complex podcast please message us we'd love to be there for you if you guys have any suggestions yeah. for anything else you want to hear say the word share yeah. share our podcast baby talk about it come on you guys are hopping on first you're first on this wave this is an empire and the next
0: episode they listen to will be together we will a be sting. together in
1: Boston. go so don't forget your joe kelly fight club stickers <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and on that note oh my
0: god. <laughs> on that note we hope you have a beautiful week friends we will see you next time thank you so much for listening have a beautiful day Mwah. Mwah.